go we on. are literally like smushing like sardines. We are really close. We're actually very Honestly, close to the front, like, which is closer than we thought. I expected, but it's so smushy in here. We're all like just like cooking it up, chopping it up, and here we're making friends. Here's Chris. Oh shit, you're we're, we're, we're podcasting. It's a podcast. Oh, what's up? Po- what's we're podcasting right now. Wait, what's your podcast? It's called Hostels in Hawaii. It's on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. No. Ho- <laughs> Hostels in Hawaii. Hostels in Hawaii. What the fuck is up, Hostels yeah. in Hawaii? My name's Chris. It's the fourth most name, yeah. most common name yeah. in the world. Yeah. Yeah. And we're about yeah. to see Harry Styles, but we're, we're sardined up in the fucking crowd right now. Stream Dirty Lux on Spotify. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh, Wait, how are you feeling? How are you feeling? Bro, Stream Dirty Lux. <laughs> I don't know what that means. What? We're in a band together. You guys are in a band? Oh <laughs> There's no way. See, we're making friends while waiting for Harry Styles. Wait, may, are you guys a special guest? Maybe. We might be. Oh, my phone's It's going to be hard to get up to the stage from here, but, you know, we'll, we'll fucking figure it out. Like, Elevate, you start, like, flying. We're like, oh, there they go. Harry's like, where, where are they? Where's my band? We're like, they're coming. But, yeah, we're waiting for Harry Styles. We just thought we would pop in and give a quick update on that. And we're excited as fuck. So... Talk See you, you later. Go tell her. Go tell her. Go tell her. Go tell her. Guys, holy shit. That was something, wasn't it? It was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. I, I think we're all still processing everything that has just happened to us. Yeah. Like, there was just a lot that went down this weekend. Yeah. Um, what was everyone's favorite, like, moment or favorite part? Or just, like, I don't know. What was, what was your biggest takeaway? Coachella's not for the week. Coachella's not for the week. Actually, one of like the biggest like takeaways was like that big walk that we all did together. That will be the most memorable thing for me. That that two-hour walk, like I will never forget that shit. Basically, um, Emeka and John had some friends in an Airbnb, (laughs) Maven Grace, and they were kind enough to let us come over to their place and shower, um, and also just like hang out before the shows and everything. Um, but we got lost on the way, so we ended up walking for two hours in the hot desert sun, which I would not recommend. We were all, like, deteriorating, deteriorating, um, as people, but, (laughs) but I feel like it also bonded us, like, we all made it through that shit, and I was really proud of us that we did make it, and then when we did get the shower, it was, like, a really nice reward, and yeah that was that was definitely a crazy one um but the whole weekend i feel like just beat us up in the best way possible like i feel really beat down but so happy if that makes sense yeah how do you guys feel i I have a better understanding of what it means to be a music lover oh shit that's yeah yeah like actually like go like we did all of that to listen to these artists that is like such a cool way of looking at it coachella is not for the week my, yeah. Push my limits. Yeah. Who was your guys' favorite performance? I think it's still Keem. I think it's still Baby Keem. Uh, Jimmy XX last night came really close for me. But I think Keem is still number one. Doja Cat. Doja amazing. Cat was awesome. Holy shit. Always killed it. The weekend was pretty good. Actually, one of my favorite moments was the, the weekend was playing, and it was the last set of Coachella. It was last night, and all of our phones were dead, and we were just running around the crowd. There was, like, big, like, groups of people, but then there was, like, big openings, and we were just, like, running around and dancing. And it was one of my favorite moments because it was just – I felt so free. I took my shoes off. I was just prancing around, frolicking. I had, I had My phone died, like, 
at like 7 p.m. yesterday, yeah. and then I lost, I lost you guys. Yeah, that was so we sad. We missed him, we, we literally, I had a little solo adventure. We were like running through the crowds, and we were yelling your name back, and all of a sudden, Mecca was nowhere to be seen. Like, we literally, I was like looking through the entire guys, crowd. Like, you guys, you guys dipped through two people, and then like, the path closed off as soon as you guys. That, that happens oh. to people, so man. Like, you just to, lose. So people. then I had to go around the other way, and by the time I went around the other way, Dude, you guys were gone. Next year, we need one of those leg up sticks so we yeah. can just stick it up yeah. I saw people I saw other. people just like take a glow stick and put it in a water bottle oh genius I think I think one of the funniest things about this whole experience is that the whole time all four of us have been like fuck yeah see you next year like yeah. not a yeah. doubt in our mind like Literally, we want to do it again yeah, like the, the, yes the like, is, like before we even got their security we were yeah. like we were like okay so next year we're gonna make sure yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we were just we've been planning we're like basically this it. was like a trial run this was all of our first Coachellas so we really just raw dogged yeah, the whole thing yeah. but it was so much fun I feel like you have to do that for your first time so did we did we raw dog Coachella or did Coachella, Coachella raw dog us that the is perfect? the question I, like, we're I think here, we we're raw dog Coachella we fucked it up because we might have gotten a few STDs from Coachella no no when you think about it nothing terrible happened we didn't like lose any phones no one got severely injured nobody uh, yeah. died of heat stroke like, like we saw a lot of and bruised yeah and like tired and a little sick but maybe it was like a I mutual raw dog i don't know i think it, no, in the end we came, we came out, out on top we, we came, came out, out on we top. totally came out on top we all saw so many people were counting up i wrote like down every single artist i got to see in my notes app and i was going through and i was like that's, that's so cool yeah. like all in one weekend like what a yeah. trip the first yeah. day was insane for me Role model Omar Apollo, I wish I Daniel Caesar, and Harry Styles, dude. Matt like, David would have been really good if I had seen everyone. Yeah, yeah it was it was awesome. I I have no regrets. It was an incredible experience. Amazing. I feel really really good, and we'll see Coachella yeah, next year. If anyone is on the fence yeah. about paying money for music festivals, like it's honestly worth it. If as long as you like a good forty percent of the lineup, yeah. Like, You'll yeah. pay way more to see them individually. Yeah. yeah, I think music festivals as a whole is just a really good idea because it's like it's a whole experience. I think concerts are awesome, but being able to see multiple people and I'd never done a music festival before, but I'm totally sold. Yeah. Like now I want to do more. The only problem is that Coachella is one of the best ones, so now it's like yeah. the bar is set so high, and we had such a good time. We had such a good group of people. We all just yeah. had such a good fucking time. Also, I would say advice for Coachella is like just like be with your group and like vibe out with each other but if you want to go see no, one person I, I enjoyed being by myself for dude, a little bit too. I agree. that was like one the first day i was running around by myself and it was such a freeing experience and yeah and you meet people every single set you yeah, go to you just can so dance nice. with random people everyone was so nice at coachella really, really fucking nice we have like five cases of white claws yeah. so oh my god <laughs> our neighbors were the so, best yeah that was fucking awesome. Also, when we were leaving... We didn't talk to them at all all weekend. Why did they give us... Yeah. <laughs> we weren't even really friendly to that, no. those neighbors. Yeah. The other ones... Oh, wait, it was the different neighbors? Yeah. The girls. Oh, shit. I wait, thought it was the other the people. people who, like, looked weird at Jack when he was... Yes, yes. yes. That's yes. so funny. But when honestly, like, I feel the like there's so many people on, like, just, like, cracked out at Coachella. Yeah. They probably just were just like, oh. They were, <laughs> these, like, they're chillers. These kids, are, these kids are, like, just, like, tripping balls right now. Like, they're not actually, like, 
playing Hallelujah as they cut open a watermelon that they named Melvin. <laughs> Wait, that's so funny. You missed that. I mi- yeah, I did not know that he did that to Melvin, the, I mean, the watermelon. Oh, shit. Like, I think I got it on video. It's like the most dramatic it's thing like in the world. Midsummer. Like, Wait, what did Jack Mernon do? He cut open a watermelon to... open with a spatula and then playing Hallelujah. And he was like, Melvin! Melvin! He made it so dramatic. The girls were looking over like, what in the fuck is wrong with this kid? Like, did anyone like who was like on something like come up to you and like try to say something to you? No, but I was gonna say I had Dude, I'm wait, thinking of the tiger guy. Tiger. No, no, the guy yesterday with the no. busted open face. Oh Dude, oh my god. Dude, oh my god. There was a guy we were in where were we? Were we at um Vince oh Staples? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were at Vince Staples and they were throwing out roses into the crowd and then we turn around and we see this guy and he's like bloody, like just his whole face is bloody. No, 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 he wasn't from the rose. <laughs> Holy shit. No. No, it was from um he brushed a stage and jumped onto the stage. And hit his head on a speaker. And so it like cut open his banging. face. He got and then the he stage. And then he, someone, like, jumped onto the stage and tackled him. Like a random guy. He had a video, like, and he showed it to us. Like, we were just talking to him. It was me, Hannah, and Jack. And we were like, wait, what happened to your face, dude? And he was like, dude, I just got on the stage, started headbanging, hit a speaker, and the random dude jumped out of the audience. And... Oh, are we in the right lane? We're driving back from Coachella. We're also podcasting. Yeah, I think you're good. I think it's just a carpool. Yeah, yeah. Carpooling! Carpooling! Woo! But basically the the guy who jumped on stage, another guy came and just like tackled him to the ground. Like, and he shows the video. No, like a random no, 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 person. A random person. <laughs> just ran so random. Like yeah. <laughs> no, he was kind of, he was, was a little bit of a weird story. He also like ha- he grabbed a flower for us and then he like gave it to me and Hannah and he was like, "Here you guys go." Like, like a rose for you. Like and we were like, like "What the fuck?" And he like whispered it in my ear. I was like, "Sir, I don't know if I am with all that right now. Please back up." <laughs> and then my other my other my other funny experience was the tiger guy, which I was trying to go to the bathroom and basically there was this wall of a tiger and people were taking pictures in front of it. He take a picture you save a tiger that was like their whole spiel and take a pic save a tiger so we did it a couple times and so the tiger picture guy who was trying to get people to take pictures came up to me and he was like hey like are you like how are you like how was the set yesterday all that stuff and um then he proceeded to look me up and down and stick his tongue out and lick his teeth and lick his lips and be like you're trying <laughs> yeah yeah it happened when i was trying to just go to the bathroom (laughs) and he was like and he was like are you trying to take a picture with the tiger and i was like no i was like that was a strange way to try to get me to save a tiger it was very very strange but other than that there was so many good experiences too like this morning i had like what phone did we take those pictures on i think it was they they took it oh it was oh john has the tiger pictures I also had a guy come up to me this morning and gave me flowers, and he said, you're beautiful inside and out, and the world needs you. And I was like, damn, that yeah, kind of yeah, shit yeah. only happens at Coachella. Like, it was so normal. Wait, the I still have the, the... What? The tiger story. Yeah, ba- the tigers... Oh, yeah. 
it was funny because I told after it happened, I like went back to the campsite and I told Emeka and John about it, and they're like, "Wait, give us a demonstration as to what he did." And I was like, "No, I'm yeah. not gonna do that." So then we started we being acting. Yeah. She directed us. She directed she us. Yeah. And Emeka pretended to be me, and John pretended to be the tiger guy, and I just directed him. I was like, "Okay, now you're supposed to lick your." Yeah. I was like, "Now you lick your lips, and then you no teeth, and then lips." It was just yeah, really yeah, funny. Very, very meticulous director. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really yeah. fucking funny. So many funny things happened. We had a great time. Amazing. Any final thoughts? Crumb uh, was my favorite. Crumb. Crumb is really. Crumb was really really good. Your I favorite didn't... was Baby Keem. Who's your favorite, Hannah? Uh... There were so many. Twenty One Savage. Uh, Daniel Caesar, Harry Styles. Do you end up seeing Twenty One Savage? No, dude. I wish I did. I kind of wish I left Billy. Really? I loved Billy though. It was awesome. I Billy went no, flying in the no, air. It was awesome. What song? Probably Daniel Caesar was my favorite. Daniel Caesar was your favorite? Daniel Caesar is awesome. Yeah. He's everything. Or, uh, Doja Cat. Oh, Doja Cat was awesome too. Doja goes hard. This has been um, Zoe, Hannah, Mega, John, Take Coachella 2022. Coachella virginity is, is taken, is taken. <laughs> and we will be back next year. Like mark our words, we will be back. We'll be like a sophomores. See you then. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll be back for our second show. We're, we're gonna raw dog the fuck out of Coachella yeah, next year. This time we're ready. This time we're ready. <laughs> time we're Cut ready. to us like not being prepared at all. We <laughs> yeah. do the same thing again. But yeah, it's been really fun. Uh, we'll see you next year, Coachella. Bye. What the fuck is up, you guys? <laughs> How the fuck are you? How the fuck are you guys? I am doing phenomenal, but I'm also failing to thrive. You know, it's like, you know, when you're you're mentally, you're just on top of the world, but your body, your body is not doing well and your body is mad at you for what you have just done to it. That's where we're at. Um, you know, who thought, who would have suspected, suspected that camping for four days in the desert with little to no preparation would take a toll on your body? I sure didn't. I sure was confident that I would be okay, which I am. I am. Nothing terrible happened. And honestly, very successful weekend. Um, things could have gotten a lot worse. But we definitely thought that we, you know, we went into it and we're like, you know what? Fuck it. We're just going to raw dog Coachella. We are going to raw dog it. You know, like this is so last minute. We're buying tickets so last minute. We just, we got to do it. You know, we're just going to raw dog it. That's the only way to go. And by the end of it, we thought, you know, we successfully, we successfully raw dog Coachella. No, we are fools. We did not <laughs> Coachella raw dog us. Let me let that sink in. Let that one sink in. Coachella raw dogged us. Am I okay with it though? Yeah, I'm actually at peace with that. Um, I'm okay with that fact. It's more, you know what? You didn't do a festival right if you didn't come home sick and your body's dying. And, you know, you just didn't do it right. You didn't fully live to the best of your abilities, you know? So I'm actually very much okay with how things went down. Um, But definitely I am sick now, you can tell. Um, We all struggled a bit. I did have like a 102 fever at one point, um, like when we got back. And, And that, you know, that was rough. But I did it for Coachella, and I have no regrets. And will I be going back next year is the big question. 
that's not even a question. Yes is the answer. Yes is very much the answer. Like, before we even got into the festival, all of us were like, holy shit, this is already so much fun. Like, just picking up our passes, like, picking up our camping pass. We were like, holy shit, we're coming back next year. And I kind of just want to do, like, a big recap of my thoughts and feelings on everything and just my experience there and you know if you're interested in going and you know hopefully this is helpful too like to people if they want to go I know for me I have always wanted to go and so it's actually kind of crazy that I went like I don't think I've even processed that either that like ever since I was a little girl and found out about it I was like oh that looks like so much fun but it's honestly so different than what I thought it was going to be like which is so interesting and I also think at least for me I was always kind of shown through the media the perception like the perception or okay I guess the um experience that we're shown usually online you know if you keep up with TikTok now these days or you know when you're younger if you watch the YouTube videos of people going to Coachella it's usually the influencers it's usually like the social media people whatever that go and then post that stuff online so their experience at Coachella is is very different than you know the the common folk that camp and have a grand time you know they go to different things I also have heard a lot of like negative things I guess I think part of it is that influencers and and people that get set with brands um I think they want people walking watching back home to feel like they're a part of the experience you know but it's kind of an unrelatable thing because going to Coachella with a brand is a very select group of people that actually do that in their lifetime and so I think part of it is that you know these influencers and everything they don't mean any harm by it but I think when they're talking about Coachella they want to relate to the people watching in some way so they talk about you know stuff that's kind of you know just normal shit that you would expect at the festival but they kind of play it up um to make it a bigger deal than it is you know like they're like oh it's really hard you you can't um I don't know like the examples they're like I I heard so many people say like oh it's hard because some of your friends want to go see different people than you do and there's not great service and that you know then that's an issue and and there's tension or you know whatever but that's not a real issue or at least it wasn't for me and my friends you know yes we didn't have service but we were fucking thriving we were living at one point actually this was one of my favorite moments was all of our phones were dead and yes we had lost some members of our group but for the most part we were all together and we just all loved that our phones were dead so much and we were just like running around with not a care in the world and you know we didn't know what time the set was ending we were at the weekend and you know we had no clue what time it was we you know couldn't film any of the performance or whatever but like we were all so happy about it and so happy that we didn't know the time and I was I felt so free you know because when you do have battery on your phone you do feel somewhat of a responsibility to try to find the missing members of the group or whatever you're like oh fuck like I should try I should try calling them but you know I got cricket so my service is <laughs> my service is pretty shitty um shout out cricket shout out cricket though um but whenever I tell people I have cricket they're like wait what I did not know that that like existed um people just see the advertisements and they think that nobody actually has that phone plan but I do I have cricket so that's just you know fun little fact about me I got cricket anyways so basically we were all running around and dancing and just not giving a flying fuck about anything because I think a lot of times also your phone 
also has all that's where all your responsibilities are or whatever and it's nice when it just dies and you're like oh fuck there's nothing I can do about that um and so it's just interesting because some of the things I guess that I thought would be um more of like a issue I guess going in just because of the things I had heard and seen from people who had gone in the past and posted about it and stuff and also like the whole thing of um you know like they would kind of say it's hard because your friends wouldn't go do different things that was not an issue for my friend group at all we just all like would tell each other hey I'm going to this set you're going to that set and I'll try to meet you there if I can, um, and you just pick meeting points, and, you know, you would also just, like, you, you want your friends to go see, see who they want to see, and when it lines up, and you all want to go see the same person, it's awesome, and then you're all together in the crowd, and it's incredible, but, you know, you don't want anybody regretting that they didn't go see one of their favorite artists just because, you know, you wanted to go see this other place, so, you know, we were really, really good about just, like, supporting everyone and who they wanted to go see, and, um, I also thought that it would be hard to navigate the festival alone, and it wasn't. It was so easy, and you, that, I guess that, like, I, I thought it would be hard just because, again, of maybe the perception that was put out by people that I had watched before, but I think that's cool that, like, I went and I thought, you know, there was some, I guess, preconceived things that I thought about this festival from just people who had posted about it online before, and then a lot of those were shattered, and I just had my own complete experience, my own, so, you know, if you're listening to this, you know, you can listen to what I say, and, and, um, be like, oh, that, that was her experience, and then if you go, just make it your own experience, too, you know, you can stick with your friends the entire time if you want to, um, but just me and my friends all wanted to see different people at different times, and, you know, we wanted to support everyone in going and doing that, so we didn't just didn't want to get in anyone's way of doing that, but we all also spent a lot of time together because we were camping together, and you're with each other, you know, 24-7, basically, and also, we went into the festival early, in the day too because we were camping and we were right there I feel like there's so much I like want to talk about so I'm just gonna bounce around but that's another thing is that there is service in the daytime but at the nighttime there's so many people there so many more people come who are in the airbnbs because all right let me run it back basically if you're camping you're right on site like you are right there and you're right next to the festival so it's really clutch that's why I think camping is a hundred percent better it's cheaper it's closer it's just better, you make friends, it kind of reminds me of the whole hostel thing, you know, bringing it back, the premise of this podcast, but it's like, you can stay in a hotel, or an Airbnb, and have the comfort, and the luxury, or whatever, um, or you can go for the cheaper option, which, like, in, you know, I guess, comparing it to a hostel, it's like, the camping has the community, just like the hostel does, and it's cheaper, and, you and all these people are bonding in this experience, and yes, it's not the more luxurious option, like a nice, a super nice hotel, but it's way more memorable, and especially when you're young, you're this age, it's like, dude, go for the memorable option, you're not gonna remember how nice your hotel pool was, you're not gonna remember, like, oh, I got great sleep, you know, like, fuck it, you don't need sleep, you're at Coachella, you want to make the memories, you want to make the friends at the campsite, you want to be able to bop in and out of the festival, because your, your campsite's right there, and it's easy to get you know, to and from, and to just, like, scan your wristband and go in and out, like, I, I could go in and out all the time, and if there's a set I wanted to go see, I would run into the festival and go in, see them, and then if I need to go back and get water, food, and all that stuff, like, I could just pop on back to my campsite, so I loved that part of camping, um, I mean, I loved, honestly, I loved every single part about camping, and I'll talk about that too, but, um, 
but that's something to take into consideration as well is like if you do see people online going and they're going with these really fancy brands and then that you know means that they're going with really fancy they're at a fancy hotel and everything because the brand sent them paid for it whatever um it looks like a lot more unrealistic to make it achievable for yourself because you're like what how would I you know I can't pay for that really fancy hotel and it's like you don't need to you can go camping and like a bunch of people go camping there's a shit ton of people camping and it is a good ass time it is where it's at and also if you're in an Airbnb or a hotel then you have to worry about the shuttle system you have to worry about getting an Uber back it's a whole hassle to get to the festival and that means you really only go once a day and so it means you have to like save your energy you probably end up going later you probably miss some people that you wanted to see during the daytime Um, or you go earlier in the day but you get exhausted you get worn out because you are in the hot sun it is a lot it is like jam-packed full days and so you do want to like preserve your energy at some points so that's why I would recommend camping and then it's super fun. You're camping with the, all your friends and all your homies. And I just, like, loved, 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 loved my experience um, camping. And, yeah. So, basically, back to what I was saying is, um, oh, navigating the festival alone. Okay, I am going to start talking about the artists and stuff because this, like, ties into this. So, the first day, me and all my friends ran into the festival and we just like did all the fun things like we went to this really cool art installation that was just like magical and we were like hanging out in there that was also nice because it's shady and stuff um because you do need like water breaks and shade you are in the desert it is it can be really crazy um and we did the spiral obviously just like very you know the classic iconic things the spiral is really cool as well and if you go in the daytime there's no line if you go at night there is a line and you probably can't I don't know because I guess I didn't get the view at night but you probably can't see it's probably not as cool when you're there in the daytime each spiral I feel like most people know the iconic spiral um you can see different colors like each time you walk around it's so fucking cool and you just see all the little people like walking and cruising and doing their thing and it's just such a cool thing so that's another reason to camp because then you get to like experience all the other cool things the festival has to offer not just you know the sets and the artists you get to like do all the cool little funky things and it's and that's the thing the festival set up so well that's what I was gonna say I was in awe of how well this festival was set up I was like damn I mean I know they've been doing it for a long time so it makes sense why they got it down pat but I was like damn good shit Coachella I guess I just wasn't expecting that again because the whole influencer thing it's crazy how like things can change your perception um by just stuff that you see online because I feel like all a lot of the stuff I saw you know before I went was like oh this happened and and like we had to wait in this long line and blah 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 like people just complaining about just like normal shit but like kind of blowing it out of proportion and it kind of to me made it seem like oh the festival's all you know it's maybe not run well maybe that's why there's all those issues or blah blah whatever and then I got there and I was like, damn, this shit is run beautifully. It's so smooth. All the workers are fucking awesome. Like, they're making sure you have water. They're kind. Like, it, you know, there, yeah, there's some lines for things, but, you know, it's nothing you can't handle. It's like, I think it's also more, I think more of the issues they had were with, like, leaving the festival and getting into the festival and all of that shit because of the commute, because of the Airbnb situation, and that's what I'm saying, just eliminate that by camping, 
because camping is the move. So it's funny. You know what's funny? The idea that, like, sometimes the more money you have, the more problems it creates type of vibe. And that's one of those examples. It's just like, damn, y'all are in, like, a nice Airbnb place, but now you have to commute to the festival and us motherfucker campers, we're having a great time. All we gotta do is walk in. Anyways, I just find that, like, a funny, you know, thing. And that's what I love about doing things cheaply and finding a way. Also, I think the food there is super expensive. I just didn't pay for any food. <laughs> I said, fuck that shit. <laughs> There's no way. I already paid so much money to be here. I am not giving them any more money. Even though I think they're run beautifully and the workers are very kind, I will not be giving them another cent out of my pocket. And you know what? I almost caved for dumplings the last night, but they were $17. You will not catch me dead buying $17 dumplings. There's no way. Even though I literally was walking, running around the house, I was like, yo, <laughs> what am I craving right now? Oh, it's dumplings. And then I turn around, my friends go, look, there's a dumpling stand. I go, oh my god, why did I say that loud? Nope, I, not me, I couldn't want dumpling. <laughs> not something I'm craving right now, no, please. It couldn't be me. And then they all went and got dumplings. <laughs> and I was like, you guys are weak. <laughs> you guys, I can't believe you caved and spent money at Coachella. I'm just kidding. I was proud of them. I was happy for them that they were treating themselves. I just couldn't do that to myself. I couldn't spend the $17 on dumplings. I couldn't do it. And then John... <laughs> was eating dumplings and one of his dropped on the ground and he was like oh damn i'm not gonna eat that and i said i'll eat it and i have no shame i ate the dumpling off the ground of coachella i don't know call me a rock star i don't i don't know what to say about that it was either it was a very low moment for me because it was like damn girl you're eating a dumpling off the ground of coachella but also it was like damn girl you're eating a free dumpling off the ground of coachella do you know what I'm saying? I actually think that was a really good moment for me. So <laughs> that was very exciting. Um, damn, I'm just really beat bopping around everywhere. There's so many funny things that happened and things that I takeaways that I had. Um, okay, but some of my big biggest takeaways. Sorry for like the, you know, I never know <laughs> when I start a podcast how it's gonna go. Do you know what I'm saying? And this is just this is just how it's rolling. Um, but some of my biggest takeaways are going again next year for sure. I, I'm already excited about it. I gotta go. Gotta gotta make it happen for myself. And definitely camp if you go. Definitely don't spend any money on food. That shit is so expensive. We went to we had a Costco run and that was great. I was posted up eating PB and jelly PB PB and J's. PB and jellies sounds really gross. PB and J's and Nature Valley bars and we were cooking up, you know, some some burgers and stuff. But I'm vegetarian, so I was eating clementines and grapes and shit. You know, I was having a great oh strawberries. We had strawberries. I was you know what? Like I didn't need Coachella's food because I had little cutie clementines and shit so i was really i was happy as can be i was really having a good time um and we were camping i was like dude let's rough it you know like let's it's just the whole experience itself you know yes i'm gonna make my pb and j in the heat of the desert and i'm gonna pair that with a clementine and some strawberries and some grapes because they were really cheap at costco and i'm not gonna pay 17 dollars for dumplings um but yeah, that's another takeaway. You know, don't spend um any extra money. There's like 
merch stuff. There's, like, so many ways that you can make it so expensive for yourself. Like, so many ways they just, like, keep giving you options to spend money. And I just said no every single time. So, in the grand scheme of things, it actually was pretty cheap. Or, like, you know, compared to how much people spend on Coachella, I I did it very cheaply. And I felt very proud of myself. Because I was like, I'm here to enjoy the music. Like, I don't want to be, like, you know having this moral dilemma that like ah oh, you spent so much money to do this and you know what it was worth it the whole thing was worth it i feel very proud of all my my decision making of how i spent my money this weekend so yes so um what were my other takeaways oh that it's really easy to navigate the festival by yourself so this brings me to what i was starting to talk about but then i got carried away with the whole dumpling story but the first day we go in we like do all these fun things in the festival and then everyone we went and saw um gene dawson which he was in like a really crazy um there's like all different types of stages and he was in like a really cool like one of the like indoor ones and like everyone was like jumping and there was a lot of energy and it was really fun and um John was, like, a big Gene Dawson fan. I didn't know who he was, and every single time John said Gene Dawson, I kept thinking he was saying Shane Dawson. And I was like, you're a really big Shane Dawson fan? That doesn't seem right, but it was Gene Dawson. <laughs> and John kept making fun of me for that one. Um, imagine if Shane Dawson was just performing at Coachella for some reason. Like, <laughs> imagine he just gets up on stage. Like, what would he do? Would he sing? I don't... I have no... What is he up to? Like, I don't know where that man is. I Last I heard it... I have no clue, but Shane Dawson, so that happened, and then we went back to the campsite to, like, regroup, because we had been doing a lot of jumping, a lot of, you know, in the heat, and we were also exploring Coachella for the first time, so there was a lot of adrenaline, there was a lot of energy being used, and we were just, like, we were just as happy as can be, but everyone needed, like, you know, some shade, some water, like, to take care of ourselves, like, all that good stuff, so, we were all hanging out at the campsite for a bit, but then I realized that I really wanted to go see Role Model and Omar Apollo, and all of my friends at that time were too tired and didn't know them as well as, like, weren't as big Omar Apollo and Role Model fans, so I was like, that's all good, I'm gonna go by myself, and this was such a fun, like, empowering moment for me, just because I think with the gap year and with all the solo traveling, um, I'm becoming so much more comfortable just doing so many things by myself. And um, it's I love it. It's empowering. I love spending time with myself. It's so fun to like spend time with people that you love and then go spend time with yourself, who you also love, and just vibe out with yourself. And so, you know, I knew I didn't want to, I knew my friends needed kind of rest. And so I wanted to give that to them. I didn't want to like force anyone to come with me, especially if they didn't know the music as much you know the songs as much like I knew I was gonna be dancing and grooving and like I just wanted to like live in that experience and so I was like yeah I'm I'm going back into the festival and they all like cheered me on they're like hey go and um yeah I ran into the festival swiped my wristband I was just walking around that place all by myself and I felt so powerful and I did not I thought it was going to be like a really hectic experience I thought I was going to be overwhelmed I thought I was going to be like holy shit I don't know how to find the stages I'm looking for I feel weird alone like I thought it would be weird or like just scary or intimidating because also another perception of Coachella that I thought before I went is I thought I would feel not insecure but 
you know, I didn't have any time to plan my outfits, I didn't spend any money on them, I just was like, fuck it, let's throw on some bikini tops and call it a day type of vibe, I wasn't wearing any makeup, like, I was just like, I'm just gonna throw in some hoops, and, like, let's wear some funky pants, and, like, call it a motherfucking day, and I was like, I I feel comfortable in that, you know, but I was like, damn, some people are gonna be going all out, and I thought that that would make me feel maybe slightly insecure in a way or just feel out of place maybe you know just be like damn these girls really put it they went all out and they look amazing and then I would be like damn what am I doing just like not prepare you know like I thought that would be the vibe but no I think it's because weekend two is a bunch of chillers and people were wearing all sorts of types of things but like I think weekend one it's probably a little bit more intense because I know that's when a lot of the famous people whatever influencers whatever go and they go and they're taking pictures in front of the spiral and like they go all out it's when James Charles like you know throws on his like assless chaps and like says like Coachella here I come so I thought there would be more of that I thought that I would feel you know kind of like out of place um with how I looked I guess but I didn't feel out of place at all and it was just cool there was just a variety of different things it was actually I thought I don't know if this makes sense like I guess like I thought it would be more like judgmental of outfits also maybe it's because people rate Coachella outfits obviously I knew nobody would be rating mine that's why I felt comfortable just you know going in clothing I already had and bikinis and stuff like I knew that there would be no one that would find a picture of me there and be like I need to rate this random girl's outfit at Coachella um and so I guess that you know is a difference in Coachella weekend one and Coachella weekend two I think people are more focused on the you know outward appearance versus just like going and dancing and having a good time and listening to the music and so Coachella weekend two and all the artists were saying that too they were like yo Coachella weekend two like they were like this is always the better weekend and I was like damn I love that that like they know we know we're all just like having a great time and I definitely that's another takeaway is go to Coachella weekend two because everyone was so loving and accepting and everyone was just doing their thing and I felt so comfortable just like in the clothes I was in and so comfortable in myself and I was like damn I feel so accepted by everyone and I weirdly thought it might be the opposite but it truly is just like a celebration of people and like everyone expressing themselves in what they want to wear and there's all different types of outfits all different types of like styles and just everyone was just like fucking killing it and I there were so many people that I was like I fucking love your outfit you you were amazing you were beautiful like I just went up to so many people and told them they were beautiful and it was such a fun experience so when I was running around by myself I felt so powerful and I was just like damn I'm in Coachella right now alone running around and I probably look really mysterious which is really fun but um but I ran to role model and as I was running he was playing one of my favorite songs and I was like holy shit like this was when it hit me that I was in Coachella because um you know Gene Dawson was awesome but I didn't know who he was before so I was just like jumping around and like having a good time but role model I was like dude this is someone I like listen to his music and he's a real person he's a real person in front of me like he's just on that stage and I just got up real close like there was there was room like that's another thing too oh my god I thought it was gonna be really hard to get up to the front for sets it was really easy because some people just like are chilling in the way back like and they just that's just where they want to be 
And sometimes that's just where I wanted to be too. But like it, you know, especially for the smaller artists, it was super fucking easy to just like scoot your little tushy up there to the front. And suddenly it's like me and role model looking at each other. I'm like, what's up? How are you? And he killed it. He had so much energy on stage. I was like, fuck yeah. And I was just dancing up there. Like I also, I thought that it would be kind of, I was like, oh damn, like is everyone be dancing in a group? No, like everyone's just dancing, do their thing. Like I, or does that make sense? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> like everyone, I thought that, you know, it'd be like groups of people dancing with their friends. And you know, there is some of that, but like you can join any group you want. Like everyone was super welcoming and people came up to me and started dancing with me. And I was just like grooving by myself and people came up to me and were like, I love your energy. Can I dance with you? And I was like, fuck yeah, get over here, bitch. We're listening to role model. And I made a, made a friend named Katie. Shout out to her. She really liked me. She was trying to I think get my number afterwards but I was in a rush I I had to go to Omar Apollo <laughs> so I was like Katie it's been lovely to meet you but I have to run and she was like wait ah uh, and I was like ah like I because I was already missing him you know like he that's oh that's one thing about Coachella that was that would be like you know one of the real actual um bones to bone to pick I have but it's nothing against this festival I know why they do it but they, you know, have artists going, you know, performing at the same time as each other. But that makes sense why they do that. Um, and they also want to, you know, break up crowds a bit. So it's not as crazy. So I understand. And I hear you, Coachella. But I was like, damn, why do you have to put Role Model and Omar Apollo at the same time? But luckily there was, you know, it's not fully. It's just overlapped. It's not the same exact time. So honestly, I don't even have a bone to pick. I take my bone back. I unpick it. Um it's fine. I still got to see both of them. As long as you're ready to run. That's the only thing. It's like your head is pounding. You're dehydrated, but you're like, I'm fucking sprinting for Omar Apollo right now. And that was also like a fun part of it. It was like, I danced. I had a great time at role model. I was just vibing out. And then I was like, okay, fuck, I have to go. I must be off. And it was kind of fun to be like, I need to get somewhere immediately. And I had already mapped out where mr omar would be mr apollo himself where he would be in comparison to role model stage i was like i am ready and so i looked at my little map i literally drawn an arrow (laughs) and i followed the arrow and i ran and i saw omar (laughs) on the big stage and i was like whoa my mind was i was i was slightly not prepared to see that um because i'm i'm in love with him i think and i saw him and i was like wow he's everything and I stopped running and I just like you know like took a moment and was like walking and I felt so free and then he started playing the song that got me into him like they got like introduced me to him and I was like holy shit and I felt all this adrenaline going through my body and I was like holy motherfucking shit and I just started running I started sprinting towards Omar Apollo I was like wow he's everything right now i need to be at his concert and i got in there i started dancing with people people were grooving people were moving to the music and i made some more friends and i made some people oh my god i made some friends and they were like talking to me and they were asking me you know like how do you like coachella so far and i was like dude this is my first coachella and they're like no fucking way and then they were like and i was like it's my first music festival and they were like no fucking way and they all gave me hugs it was so cute they were like we're so happy you're here zoe this is an amazing first music festival to have and i was like you're right we're watching omar apollo you guys and they were like 
fuck yes and that was just such a beautiful moment like they were so happy for me that I was there and I was like what like you guys are awesome what the hell and then we just all danced together and oh oh my god Omar was awesome the only sad thing was that my friend Jack was really excited to see him but he had to come up a day later and so he missed Omar and I felt really bad but I took some videos for him and I just thoroughly enjoyed myself and my you know adventure of running around and you know navigating the festival alone and I ran back um to the campsite and all my friends I think they had all napped yeah they'd all napped they were all exhausted Coachella's not for the week this was a weak moment for them I'm just kidding they definitely should have gotten the rest we'd also had a crazy day oh my god I need to talk about the day before that shit this might have to be two pot like another podcast because there's just so much to fucking talk about I might have to I might have to do it, um, but yeah, I came back, and they were all really, really excited, and they were like, how was it, how was it, Zoe, like, we were all so excited to be reunited, um, and yeah, I loved, it's funny, that was, like, such a good takeaway to be like, damn, you can do anything by yourself, even run around Coachella alone, navigate the whole craziness of it, and all the stages, and nobody, like, obviously, thinks it's weird or looks at you weird if you're alone I'm sure there's some people that just fully even go to the festival totally alone and that's sick as hell too like we saw some people we were waiting to get our car passed and our car like our car so much energy there was cars around us everyone had so much energy and um we like looked over and we saw some people just chilling their cars alone and I was damn they probably just were like fuck it I'm going to Coachella by myself no one can fucking stop me and I was like that's so badass doing things alone is so freeing and fucking cool and it's just like so memorable and then and then to do stuff you know with your friends it just adds on like I don't know how to describe it it's just like it makes doing stuff with other people even better when you're so comfortable doing things alone like when you can become so happy and doing things alone it's like then it even enhances your experience with doing anything with friends better because you're like damn I don't know how to describe that I think that makes sense but that's just how I feel about that and I fucking loved Omar Apollo and role model they were some of my favorites and I couldn't even believe that I was seeing them in real life with my two very own eyeballs I was not prepared for how incredible that was going to be okay so i got carried away in recording and i was just having such a good time i always do this i I always almost forget i'm even recording a podcast because i just enjoy it so much it just feels like i'm just like chopping the like hanging out like i don't know it's just funny so i realized that i talked for a while and that this podcast was already kind of long i was like holy shit i have so many other things i want to say still so you are going to be fucking blessed with another Coachella podcast. That's right. Not one, not two, not three, but four. Four motherfucking Coachella podcasts. Um, I hope you are <laughs> wanting that. <laughs> You're like, no, please. <laughs> please stop with the Coachella podcast, Zoe. We, do- we don't want four. I'm like, you know what? 
asking you shall receive for motherfucking Coachella podcast. Um, no, but I, I do just have more I want to say on it and I want to, you know, give it its time. But I've also been trying to work on making the podcast themselves a little bit shorter because sometimes I'll talk for literal an hours, you know, an hour and, and then some. And, you know, some I want to make sure that people have the timing their day to turn it on really quickly and sometimes an hour is a bit more daunting than 45 minutes or whatever so and then if people are interested they can go listen to you know another one so I figure I may as well split them up um I hope you guys are cool with that I hope you guys are excited for the next Coachella podcast and I hope you guys enjoyed the fuck out of this one and I love you guys and I will see you shortly I will see you soon we will hang out again very, very soon, you and me. And we're going to talk all things Coachella again. So I hope this was helpful and I'll give you more of my takes. My hot takes, maybe. Maybe they're hot. They might be hot takes. Um, but I'll give you more of my hot takes in the next one. I love you. Bye.